0: Just some sketches of the city. Uh, that's the bridge. Yes. Yeah, 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 it is a good bridge, but I just don't happen to like bridges. They come in every day, but
1: it doesn't. What are you so defensive about? I'm not. I'm Evan Adams. So I should be better if you weren't. You might eat more.
0: Up the rebels! Up the rebels!
1: Three years, Mac!
0: Hello, and welcome to All the Best Lines. I am Smokey, and... Uh, over there on the other end of the line, my co host Adam, the man who makes Leonard Maltin look like Leonard Cohen. How are you, my friend? <laughs>
2: You say letter Maltese," then. Oh, well, my brain just didn't connect the rest of that sentence up. How are you? All right.
0: <laughs> yes, I'm good. Now, now, let's just go back to the last episode. Are, are, are we dispensing with the the tortured thing of asking each other how we are, or are we just diving right in?
2: No, no. How are you? <laughs> I'm <laughs> I've, fine. I've only spoken to. I've only spoken to you four times over the last like twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah. But how are you? <laughs> uh,
0: I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't know whose idea it was to uh, to record this thing in the morning, though. What the hell?
2: This isn't really the morning. I mean, it's like lunchtime now.
0: No, it's not. It's twenty to twelve. That—that's the morning time.
2: Mm. You're like the anti-vampire, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And you smell like garlic. <laughs> is there, oh, just incidentally, is yeah. there any more depressing name in the world than Leonard Malteser? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> i, I did. ever get a film made. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call someone Leonard Malteser.
0: Okay, fair enough. What What about uh, Gerald Snickers?
2: Very true. Yeah. Jenny Curtains, <laughs> <laughs> what? Kimmy Carap. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great game. Let's do this instead of Portrait of Jenny.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you what. We'll intro the guest, and she can join in. Uh, we're joined by our mutual friend from Film Club and from Scotland. It's our, it's our good mate Stacey. Hello. Hello, Stacey.
1: Hello. Do you want to join in on our, on, our f- on, our
0: fabu- on our fabulous game?
1: Um, one of my favourites is Trees Are Green, but that's not. A f- <laughs> um, what's the word? chocolate bar. <laughs> yes, I haven't fully recovered.
2: Oh, Stacey's been on quite the odyssey with us the past couple of days. Yes, you're a bad influence.
1: We, we so this
2: are. is this is the second time we've tried to record. Mm-hmm, yeah. So Friday night, Smokey said, um, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to jump on a quick call with Stacey, just so she can get used to how the recording thing works. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can, you know, have a chat and sort of break the eyes before we <laughs> record. And It's like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. So... I hopped on the call about eight o'clock and the call went on till about, what, one in the morning?
1: Yeah.
0: Something like that, yeah. yeah. Stacy,
2: yeah. by the way. That's just a warm up for way. us. <laughs> Not no, Stacey was not a not a fan of um, taking it slowly. <laughs> 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 Me slowly. and Smoky were drinking pints of beer, and you go, "Yeah,
0: light witch, yeah, yeah like, light witch." I, I, I'm on the rock. It's a real boys, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we boys on their cans of beer. But at least at least mine was actually coming out of a can, not in a not in a ponsy glass, though, Stacey. What's the posh pinky? With the posh pinky, yeah,
2: yeah. I have a reputation to uphold, I say. But anyway, we toured each other's house is apart from smoky's because smoky doesn't live in a house he lives um in front of a cardboard backdrop (laughs) (laughs) with a kevin smith poster on it (laughs) he steals internet he's outside an o2 shop
0: (laughs) (laughs) no we did we 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 had a lovely time we had a good old chat and a good old drink and some of us some of us had a good old sing-song didn't they
2: we did did we? We did. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, she did. <laughs> <laughs> and then yesterday, so we 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 sort of arrived on the call four p.m. Mm-hmm. to record. Yep. And um, yes, very much there in body only. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody who wasn't a was...
0: lightweight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I crawled out a bit, switched on the computer, and went. I can't do this.
0: And then crawled back into bed. Yes.
1: <laughs>
2: But she's looking very bright and alive and sparkly today. She's even wearing a jumper with a, a jumper with stars all over it. So welcome to the show, Stacey. It's wonderful.
1: Thank you very much. It's a it pleasure is. to be here. It is absolutely Stacey's fun.
2: like the shining star of a film club. She always mm. turns up and her and Smokey sit there like naughty children in the back uh-huh. and um and mock the golden age goings-on. So thanks for that. Right on, <laughs> right on, sister. We do, we do. We do <laughs> along
0: well, with a couple well. of our other compatriots, it's our job to mm-hmm. sit there and, and throw out the old double entendre every now and
2: again. <laughs> and and Film Club is a richer place for it. I think so.
0: <clears throat> I think so. Uh, and we'll also we'll throw out the old details again, like we did last time, on how people can join said Film Club, if they so wish. Uh, Adam, want to tell us what film we're watching this time?
2: Um, right, so Stacey said... Obviously, the guests get sort of first choice on the theme. Yep. So Stacy asked for a time travel film that features time travel. Time travel was like it's quite a hard one to do because I don't think the idea as a sort of sci-fi concept really sort of took off or matured until maybe the fifties or sixties when sort of pulp sci-fi was becoming a bit more of a thing. So time travel as we know it today, you know, we have all these sort of time travel movies. They didn't really kind of exist, so I had to do something with a time hopping element. There are a couple. But I thought the best bet might be Portrait of Jenny, mm-hmm. uh, starring Joseph Cotton and um, Jennifer Jones, which is just a really odd, trippy film. I showed it at the film festival, and it went down quite well, but I think everyone had sort of had a couple of drinks by then and, and was in the mood for, for something a bit sort of out, out of the norm. And everyone was just like, I don't think anyone enjoyed it, but I think everyone got to the end and went, what the <laughs> Did everybody
1: <laughs> dance Scottish? Um, it's...
2: <laughs> So yeah, so I thought. Uh, well, seeing as how we both saw it at film festival, and we're kind of familiar with it, um, maybe we should ha- should have a portrait of Jenny. And um, yeah, I'm not sure. I am uh, not sure. I uh, approve of my decision. That watched it again. <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I, I must admit, I have been calling it either um, "I Dream of Jeannie or uh, "Pictures of Lily" all week. <laughs> the the name has not stuck in my head whatsoever. Oh, I've been calling
1: it that film. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How, how many times have you watched it now, Stace? Three. <laughs> Glutton for punishment, are we?
1: Well, I watched it at a film festival, and then when Adam says, right, we're going to watch Portrait of Jenny, I thought, I don't remember watching that. I better watch it.
0: <laughs> I wonder why.
1: And then I thought, oh, do I kind of remember it? And then I thought, I better watch it just before the recordings so that I kind of remembered what happened. Mm-hmm. Mm. And thankfully I will never watch it again.
2: <laughs> yeah, I have a I have a sort of history with this film. I've reviewed this on As a Boy Clarence and remember I think it's kind of film you need to watch sort of every once every ten years. I think if you watch like nothing but Sherlock Holmes thrillers and um Paul P B films and you know sort of The Thin Man and you watch you know, all them kind of like old films that everyone loves and they have a place in their heart. And then you suddenly stick on Portrait of Jenny, I think you just a bit sort of whoa you know you're a bit taken aback by it by how sort of audacious it is but i have to say having seen it now four times in the past month i think i'm done with it for a very long time i, I do i do like the film but um i think it's i think it's the kind of film you can't watch very often anyway shall we talk about the film? <laughs> well, no, we've, we've all put our cards on the table
0: <laughs> well yeah i mean we we should uh we should definitely run run through the film at least i mean so let's talk about the cast uh Joseph Cotton, main guy. I think he's very good. I mm. think uh, I think he's I, it's a tricky role because obviously let's not mess about at the beginning he's you know this kind of pseudo pedophile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which it's not the easiest thing to play, is it?
2: I think it would be a shame if we um we didn't utilize our special guests. What did you think of um mm? Joseph Cotton in this film, Stacey? I'm
1: sure I've wrote somewhere that creepy pedo vibes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Right. Let's get the just the basic story out of the way. Then this might make sense. But yeah. basically, uh, he's a struggling artist called Eben Adams, and he which uh, is a terrible is, name. Yeah, uh, such a weird name. But he can't seem to sell a painting to anyone because his paintings are just very flat and lifeless and don't have any emotion. So he finally he's you know walking despondently through a park and meets uh, a child mm-hmm. <laughs> in inverted commas um, who seems to seems to be uh, a very odd child and talks about the past as if it were the present and then she vanishes and then he meets her again and you know a few weeks time and she's grown a little bit she's grown by a few years even though a week or so has happened and he but the basically the film is him meeting this child Jenny and but every time he meets her she's grown a little bit older and um he he kind of falls in love with her but The problem is, it happens quite early in the film, doesn't it? I mean, he's like, you know, the second time he sees her, you can tell he's kind of already sort of there, feelings-wise. She's supposed to be about 12 at this point. So that part of it is very icky. I mean, they don't obviously do anything, or even kiss, or even declare their romantic intentions for each other until she gets to sort of the 18, 19 mark. But even so, it's... It's because it's the whole story takes place over an hour, not an hour a bit. You do, you're in, you do think to yourself. Ugh. You're a bit humbut. humbut yeah, it's, it's not. It's it's a bit. It's a bit icky. Yeah. I think it would have been ickier. Mm. If oh god, where are you go with this?
1: Now then, now then. I mean,
2: it would have been ickier. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nudge nudge.
2: One of the most laughable elements of this film is that Jennifer Jones plays Jenny Mm. at every point in her life. So, you know, the first time he meets her, she's supposed to be like seven, Mm. but she's 30. And so what they do is they put oversized clothes on her and this great (laughs) big, like, wok hat (laughs) 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 to make her look like a child. And, you know, she walks along in a trench while he's walking on a bench kind of thing. So the height difference (laughs) is... And she talks like a baby and it's just
1: excruciating
2: to watch. Yes,
1: her baby voice is very annoying. Yeah. What is it
2: about the Barrymores being in a film? (laughs) Causes like <laughs> <these> stupid <laughs> vocal impressions to Anyway, I, I, I've, I've run over the story. I'll leave it to you guys for a bit. Now.
0: <laughs> no, no. I mean, it is. I mean,. It, the, the problem is though is is that you can't you can't get away with sorry you can't get away from it it's because it's front and center it is the story as you say struggling artist who get gains inspiration from meeting a child so no matter how you try and sort of wistfully say oh well she's not really a child it's like well no she, she is hmm. so you know i mean you couldn't i mean I've, I've read some reviews uh for this online and um you know that people do tend to stay away from that fact and talk about its ethereal and wistful nature and how beautiful it is and it's a love story across time and space and it's sort of like nah, he's still a. It's you can't get away
2: from it, can you, Stacey? How how did you when you watched it as as a person who wasn't watching it for technique or to see a Joseph Cotton performance or something, just watching it as a film? Did it creep you out? at All this?
1: <laughs> I watched it with my husband. My husband shug and he was saying the same he was like that's a bit pedoey what's going on
2: <laughs> yeah it's just you can't get away from it and the no. thing is it's, it tries to be so highbrow as well like mm. you, uh, so if you haven't watched it, the, the credits at the beginning are all spoken. They're not. There aren't any credits on the screen. So this, it, you know, this disembodied voice comes on and he talks about time and he talks about beauty and he talks about honesty and truth and the truth in beauty and the, the honesty of time. And <laughs> then there's <laughs> all like
1: quotes from Keats and all these things clouds as well. swirling
2: around. Yeah, there's poetic quotes that have something to do with something, but you know, you don't know what time is all there is and all this kind of. And then he cuts straight to this scene where you know two art dealers are talking to Evan Adams about his paintings and they're quoting Browning and he's talking about the honesty that needs to be you know behind the subject and it's like 15 minutes of this just highbrow nonsense about they're just it was a long
1: slog watching this hour and a half film
2: it's infuriating
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should put. I, I mean, I, I think we could all agree with that. That um, I, uh, what was it? Um, eighty-eight minutes this was, and it feels a lot
2: longer. It feels like eight. Our
1: call the other night felt shorter than this film.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're right, okay.
2: actually. Yeah. If I'd have, if I'd have put this um film on after that call. And, you know, to the moment now, when we finish recording, I think it would stretch all the way. <laughs> <once. laughs> it, does, it does feel days long. It's, yeah. it does. I reviewed this quite favourably on, on Attaboy Clarence. I, I said, you know, I, I really like it and I think it's really, you know, fantastical. And I really like the fact that, it, you know, it's very out there and does have lots and lots and lots to recommend it. But I think I, think, um, I don't think it's fun enough. I think it's it's trying to be too arch. It's too too highbrow, and um, I d- I didn't enjoy it this time. And I, w- I watched it again, and I skipped through it because I, I just thought I can't I can't bloody take any of these people. In. <laughs>
1: well, I've got on my notes at one point. Oh God, is this still is this film still not finished?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it was Let's
1: a f- picture that you drew. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just, uh,
0: I just want to quickly go back to something you mentioned there, there, Adam, which was the sort of the opening, uh, pretty much, of the film, which was the two uh, art dealers who he tries to peddle his wares to. Um, mm. uh, who who were the act- uh, actor and actress who played these two?
2: Cecil Kellaway mm-hmm. and uh, Ethel Barrymore. That's the yep. ones.
0: See, now, I had, a, I had a thing about these two Is is that, I thought these two were far more interesting than Eben and Jenny. And so, Mm -hmm. if there had been a lot more of these two in the film, I would would have actually just been so much happier. Um, Me too.
2: There are are like three sets of people in this film, aren't there? There's the art dealers, there's the Irish guys, and then there's Jenny and Eben. So, every time that he's not with Jenny or anything in time somewhere, then he's with one of these other groups of people. Mm -hmm. And they are fun to be with, they are interesting, they're clever, they're charming. And then you get old, you know, ebbin' the n*** back in there.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> when he's I mean, showing
1: I- his pictures, I liked when the art guy said, it's a good bridge, I just don't happen to like bridges. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you're a picky b- Aren't you? <laughs> no but I, I love I love Cecil Callway though just for, just for his uh, the Harvey connection as you know It's one of my favorite films and so to see him mm. on screen and he's got such a wonderful voice as well his speaking voice is absolutely brilliant so I was very happy that he was on screen and uh, but also Ethel Barrymore as well I thought she was great she she mm. she played it really well another Barrymore as well we, we seem to be. Landing on them quite a lot at the moment.
1: I like the wee twinkle she gets in her eye after her compliment of uh, first in twenty years. Every time she looks at <laughs> them, and it's like, oh.
2: <laughs> she, she's a sweetie. in Did anyone else get the feeling that they were setting it up to to, to some kind of big reveal at the end that she was Jenny? Did anyone else get that at all when they watched this? Nope. Because I... I... <laughs> nope, sorry, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, there was something about... I don't know, I, I think it would have been a great sort of device if, you know, we'd found out at the end, she'd taken the scarf and sort of said, oh, you know, thank you for bringing it back to me or something. And you that that would have oh, been better. goodness me. You know, I mean, uh, there I was, you know, meeting you in time all this time ago and all the little compliments he gave to her early on about how beautiful her eyes were and stuff, would have kind of had a bit more resonance.
1: I'm still not quite sure what happened at the end.
2: Right! So, this is the thing. Every single time I watch this film, I think, Well, as we're going through, I think, now, is this the one where he ends up with her? Or is this the one where he doesn't end up with her? Yeah. Now, can you remember? Does he end up with her at the end? Well, no. He doesn't?
1: No. I'm not sure.
2: No? Well, I don't, I don't think so. Do you, do you I think don't know so? what went on! <laughs> I watched this yesterday and I can't for the life of me ever remember whether he gets with her at the end whether they they, they win and he saves her or does he meet her somewhere else in time it's like they're on the rock and for some reason the whole film goes green yeah that's weird which is like yeah it's not like a momentary thing it's like
1: so I wondered was the green an old pan or an old theatre they used to green green lighting not very easy for me to say Um, when a bad guy came on So I was like, "Oh, is that the big end scene? Everybody's
2: bad. Is that why they're using green?" Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, they did it in silent films as well. They just used to tint entire scenes, and they, you know, certain colours were supposed to signify certain something. Perhaps green, like an evil or redemptive colour, or something. I don't know. It's just, yeah. But no, at the end,
0: he 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 gets pulled out of the of the surf, and he wakes up in bed with Ethel, Ethel Barrymore. That sounds wrong, but you know what I mean. And uh, she, she, she he <laughs> he's pri- gone from one extreme
2: to the other, hasn't he? Yeah. He pri- <laughs> 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 he needs
0: to make his mind up, that lad. But um, <laughs> but no, and, and then she talks to him about Jenny's scarf, and then that's it, isn't it? She's, Jenny's not there.
2: No, but and then literally it dissolves to some more uh, spouty nonsense from disembodied voice uh-huh. man, and then it goes to an art gallery where her portrait is hanging in full Technicolor, by the way, not um, not tinted, not black and white, anything. It's like a fully full Technicolor shot, and she says yes to these schoolgirls who are watching it. Love does win, or love does conquer all. Something you go right. So did he get? Did he find her? Did he did yeah. he get with her? Did they? Did he die and then was reunited with her in the afterlife?
0: Well, I no. I I just assumed it meant that he made his fortune from something he did for from her inspiration, and that was it. Mm. I mean, okay, gra- it's it's an unsatisfying ending, but don't blame me. It's the film.
2: No, Smokey,
0: it's your fault. <laughs> it's not my <laughs>
2: fault.
0: I can I'm trying to fix it for Adam, but he's just not listening. <laughs> You, so it <laughs> <laughs> fix it out, man. Fixed portrait of Jenny now. <laughs> oh, mate, nothing, nothing I can do can fix this. <laughs> no, yeah. it's uh, no, no. She, she, she did. She's gone.
2: But doesn't she say when she's being washed off the rock like all of Smokey's graffiti? But doesn't she say when she's being <laughs> washed off the <laughs> rock? <laughs> doesn't she say something about? Uh, Don't worry, I'll see you soon. Or this is just the beginning. We've only just <laughs> begun. <laughs> If I could turn back, <laughs> <now>. <laughs> oh, Stacey! I, I wondered who was going to you, be the first to break that out. She was. She's getting flashbacks now. You weren't there, man. You
1: weren't there, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you don't know what it's
0: like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you, I, if you want to go even more, sort of. Deep and pretentious on it. You could uh, imagine she's b- talking about the afterlife, if you will. But I, no, they're just no. She she's gone. She's brown bread. Done.
2: Mm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we we have literally, by the way, just done the beginning and the end of the film.
2: Oh well, it's easy to fill in the middle. Basically, he's trying to find what <laughs> happened to her, and he he goes from. From place to place, tracing the fact... a (laughs) muriel. Yeah. Oh, hi. Have you ever heard of Jenny Appleton? And then they say, oh, yeah, she went there 10 years ago. So he goes there instead and says, have you ever heard of Jenny Appleton? And and they say, oh, well, last we saw she went there. So there is this feeling that he's going to find her somewhere and that she's going to be, by now, an old lady, which is what made me think, if he finds her, I bet the big twist is that it's going to be Ethel Barrymore and she's... You know, that was her married name or something. And uh, all the way through, she's been sort of silently guiding him to where she is. And then it would have been an old Harold and Maud situation. <laughs>
0: oh, my God.
2: <laughs> but no, turns out she got swept off a rock. Yeah. I mean By, the thi- by a the big thi- wave.
0: The thing is, mate, is I am agreeing with you. I am saying it would have been a better film if that had been the case. Mm. You know? I mean, j- uh, remake it nowadays—that probably would be the case.
2: If they remade this nowadays, I think it would be even more pretentious.
0: Depends who made it, I suppose. Mm. I mean, if you—you know—if you got Tarantino to make it, it wouldn't.
2: <laughs>
0: Tarantino's <laughs> remake? This, Tarantino, oh, Tarantino's yeah,
1: so pretentious. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, but you'd just see lots of shots of Jenny's feet. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, another man.
1: big question I have yep. is when they're ice skating. Yeah. And he goes for hot chocolate, uh-huh. and he comes back with real mugs. Where yeah. did they come from? He's it this is... You know
2: what that bothered me yesterday. I was thinking, oh, I hope he takes them mugs back. Oh, I would like to be working <laughs> at that hot chocolate stand. I have to be f- walking around the park all f- day picking mugs up. Man, where the f- is this one gone? <laughs> it's behind a f- tree? Oh, this one's full of fag butts or whatever? Jesus
0: <laughs> Christ! <laughs> the, the bleep button is getting a hammering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also, but also, didn't something else bothered me about that, that scene? Apart from the errant, possibly stolen mugs, was the uh, was the fact that sh- she took hold of it. Though she's a ghost, how could she hold a mug? Mm,
2: I think she's a time traveller, not a ghost.
0: Well, she's dead, so
2: she's kind of a ghost.
0: Sort is
1: of. Is she though? Well, like, is she just travelled from her point in time to I, that point think,
2: in time? Obviously, Smokey, I just I don't think you understood the the fact that um, <laughs> honesty travels through time, and time is truth. Beauty is all about the linear version of dreams and dreams are time Ma- is honest. Ma- maybe
0: it was and just a honest- little too
2: subtle and- for my and- liking.
1: Can you just bleep that whole bit at smoking?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you can't have honesty without love. It was all explained at the beginning.
1: That's that's
0: the thing, though. You talked about the sort of the, the, the poetry that ends up on screen and whatnot at the, at the beginning. And it was sort of like by the time it makes sense of what that actually means, I'd completely forgotten what it said.
2: It doesn't make sense. Go back and watch it afterwards. I don't want it's to. Just all no, they do don't is- watch it again. I don't want to. <laughs> I might, I might, I might punish you one day. But I'm, I'm gonna pick portrait of Jenny. <laughs> i a I've got a
1: feeling Smoky would rather watch a musical than watch this again. No. Ooh,
2: ooh, no, ooh. no. 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 What about portrait of Una? Would you like to watch that?
0: <laughs> we were doing so well. We were doing
1: so I,
2: well. I have a question for you, Stacy. Oh, what did you think of the portrayal of Irish people in this film? <laughs> Seeing as how you're Irish. <laughs>
1: Stop getting your Celts mixed up, boy.
2: <laughs> oh, my apologies. You're Welsh, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, I'm sure the Irish um, would love this portrait as much as I love your accent when you're trying to do Scots.
2: <laughs> the REBELS! That's what they keep saying. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Aye. Um, what I remember from the film festival is um, they were singing up the rebels. And just before that, you'd been playing a song that had the Billy Boys playing in the background.
2: <laughs> I remember this actually. You were saying you can't play this song around um, around where, by where I live or something. Did you have to have this film on headphones when you, <laughs> for fear of starting a riot? Yes.
1: The so I've seen
2: um, Ibrox
1: near Rangers. Oh God! And um, there's a song called The Billy Boys, which is very sectarian, and that was yeah. the tune that was getting played in the Buster Keaton film. Before this film, and then you had the Irish up the rebels in this film, which is what the Celtic people show. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: was a it was a day of sedition, wasn't it? We had the Buster Keaton thing. Hop the rebels all day, and then we had Portrait of Jenny. Hop the rebels. <laughs> I do love uh, I do love the fact that you got um, his best friend is uh, obviously not Irish, no. but he's playing against an Irish man, and it's almost like. <laughs> This Irish guy, this really Irish guy, is properly schooling him on how to talk. You know, Gary Stones, McCollins, under a tree. (laughs) And then you got the other guy going, Now, sure, my friend here, he will paint a picture for ye. He will do it for nothing but corned beef and cabbage. (laughs) It's genius. Oh, please. Like, it does give credence to the fact that you should hire people who are appropriate for the part. I mean, this is a big argument that we have in modern society, isn't it? Like with Sia's new film and everything. Yes, it does. It does. It does make you um, just lend credence to the argument that you should you should only hire Irish people to play Irish people in films. <laughs> Otherwise, you end up with portrait of Jenny. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah,
0: that's fair enough. But as as I said though, just you could take out the entire Irish subplot, and it would make not a job. We <laughs> you want to get real Let's talk about padding. Yeah, Muriels. Yeah, think they were of
2: Muriels. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's. Oh, it, uh, yeah. But no, seriously. Just, just I mean yeah it, you know it would it, it just not fleshed out his story a lot uh, Joseph Cotton's, but you still don't need it in there
2: no but honestly it's one of the rare moments of joy in this film it's mm. one of the one of the only parts I look back and go I really like that scene <laughs> like where they're talking about Mur' and, uh, you know where he's conning him into letting him paint on his walls and then and then the bits where he's having tea with Ethel Barrymore mm. the bits with I just, Jenny are just like oh God Excruciating,
1: I can't bear <laughs> <laughs> Even the unveiling of the muriel wasn't very like ceremonial, it was just oh that's it.
2: <laughs> he yanks a blanket off and literally just f off out, doesn't he? <laughs> he does
0: nice. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> doesn't he even say right cheers then. Just yanks it down, climbs off the bar. Off.
0: Let's let's go back to uh, to what Stacey mentioned earlier. The actual p- portrait of Jenny is a bit. <laughs> mm.
2: So, I, I thought, wouldn't it have been cool if this was actually a portrait in in the, in the world somewhere and there was a mystery about, you know, where it had come from? Mm. So, it does make you think because it says at the beginning there actually was a portrait in the, in the thing and it was actually painted by a so and so by, you know, no one knows much about him. And I thought, oh, that's interesting, like, you know, fancy writing a story about that, you know, yeah. theorizing a mystery behind it. Nope, that's all bull Apparently, <laughs> that picture was commissioned especially for this film. And David Selznick, who produced it. He was married to Jennifer Jones at the time and he kept the portrait afterwards and it was apparently his most prized possession. But yeah, it's not it doesn't look like her. No. It looks like a person. Yeah. That resembles her.
0: Yeah. Mm. And then you've got and then the kids at the end of the film going, Oh, she's so beautiful. And it's like, I don't know what painting you're looking at, girls. Yep. Mm. It's not
2: good. Yes. Stacey's yeah. like all over this today. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know I'm trying, racking my brain, trying to think of something good to say, but no. It finished. Yes. <laughs> it's Did I mention? After this, I'm never even going to mention Jenny again. <laughs> like if I ever meet him, recall Jenny, the name will be getting changed.
2: <laughs> okay. We need to get you back on when uh, when the film's a bit more fun. Yeah, when um, if we if we ever do the Devil Doll
0: again, you can come on for that. The Devil I'm Doll. i not doing a drag voice. <laughs>
2: Go on, have a go.
1: No, it'll just end up as share. That, 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 that is a kind of drag voice.
2: That's how Lionel Barrymore sounds.
0: <laughs> Lionel Barrymore does share.
1: <laughs> no, that
0: I would
2: watch. Oh, absolutely. Lionel yes. Barrymore doing share. <laughs> Steady.
0: <laughs> but, uh, come on, there must have. What was uh, all right? Maybe if you didn't find something good, the least objectionable parts of the film for you.
1: Oh, uh, well, I think it was the art dealer people and uh, the scenes in the Irish pub. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I did like that a bit more, and everything else a bit less.
0: Yeah, I think we've yeah we've kind of reached uh, a consensus there, haven't we? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, and the wee <laughs> the landlady and her wee pal were quite funny as well.
2: I, yeah, I noticed oh, that. He doesn't paint people in the. Oh yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't pay people in a ver <laughs> yeah I, I noticed her there a bit more yesterday isn't it strange you've got this fantastic concept at the heart of a film you know there's a girl who travels through time and he must solve the mystery of what happened to her why she's visiting her, him uh, all while he falls in love with her only they made it too creepy by making her a child even creepier by making her play a child it's almost like, it's like a grotesque kind of pedo version of Whatever happened to Baby Jane? It's like putting a oh. putting a, a grown actress into you know ringlets, making her dance and skip and talk about you know being and having a crush on an older man, and then watching him basically leer over her and draw her. And mm. oh, I can't wait to paint you when you've got to bed <laughs> You know what I mean? That's literally what he does. Buys a hot chocolate.
0: No, yeah, I agree. And, then, and then, but
2: the but the best thing about this film. The consensus that we all agree on mm. is nothing to do with that. It's all about the side mm. plots, the Irish bar, the mm. art dealer lady. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it a shame that you have a film with such a great concept at its heart, yeah. and all, we, all the, the the nicest parts are the bits that don't matter at all?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's actually it, yeah. It's funny you say that though, because if you, th- you if you boil it down to its basics, of just sort of saying yes, it is about this time travelling. Female. Forget her age. It's about a time traveling female, and it's about it's a, a mystery of him trying to discover what happened to her and why he's falling in love and blah blah blah. How do you make that as boring as they did? That is a that sounds like gold on paper.
1: And I think if they hadn't made her a child when he fell in love, it might have been better. Yeah. <laughs> or if he just hadn't made a, made him fall in love with her, it might have worked.
2: If I was going to write this story, I would make it like about a woman who died years ago has travelled through time fallen in love with this guy and the quest is to find out how she died where she is and how he can save her yeah. the fact is he spends the entire film the entire film trying to work out where she's going to be at a certain day on a certain point <laughs> gets there oh, f- kisses out. her and she dies again and yeah. it's like what the f*** what's the point of that it's like don't <laughs> 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 yeah. great so now you painted a painting well done (laughs) (laughs) there's no point to the film at all no point no
0: it's really annoyed me this time it's it's rather unfulfilling somewhat yeah yeah i've
2: inflicted it upon um my podcast i've inflicted it upon a film festival and i've inflicted it upon you guys i will never inflict it upon anyone else again it just annoyed the
0: (laughs) (laughs) it is strange when it happens though when you you do kind of have a sort of a, a, I wanted to say a picture in your mind, but I forgive the pun, but of, of how you have how you enjoy a film sometimes, of how you used to enjoy it. And then you go back to it and you sort of say, hang on, have I really changed yeah. that? Have I really changed that much? Or was it always like this? Yeah. yeah and I think uh, in your case, especially this time, Adam, I think it was always like this. <laughs>
2: Funnily enough, I, I like it more when I'm thinking about it than when I'm actually watching it. I just find that, yeah, it's just excruciating to watch. But then you do remember the moments, you know, with the Irish bar and the tea and Cecil Kellaway and the weird tints at the end. And you go, oh, weird film. This really, like, stands out among other films. Oh, give it another chance. But um, (laughs) I must remember, I'm going to have it tattooed on my arm like matey from memento don't watch portrait (laughs) of jenny again it's 88 (laughs) minutes you could spend watching a basil rathbone film instead that's true it's a
0: bit it's a bit like an ex isn't it you sort of say you you sort of you you think about you you get your rose tinted glasses on you think about an ex you sort of think about the good times and then you bump into him in the street and you go oh no remember why we're not together anymore it's just (laughs) uh, it's kind of like that
2: yeah very much so it's it's,
0: it's a bit of a tortured metaphor but I, i kind of had a point sort of ish we believe you. Maybe I don't. Well, <laughs> the thing is, is you no, don't at all. I know. Like <laughs> oh,
2: I totally believe you've had an ex. <laughs> you s***. <laughs>
0: <shit. laughs> me. And no, by the way, right? I, I just, I want to put this out there, right? I didn't hate this film. Mm. I, I didn't. It was just, it was, it had, it had potential, and it just squandered it. And uh, and it, it was It was frustrating.
1: I did hate this film.
2: Really? Oh, where does that leave my vote?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: don't get me wrong. When I when I do when I do give my rating, uh, when I do give my rating at, at, towards the end, I, it's it's not going to be high. But I didn't hate mm. it. I, I've seen a lot worse films than this.
2: Honestly, I don't hate it. I don't. I, no. I don't sit there seething about it. But I am. I think the more I watch it, the more I'm disappointed by it and the more i the more i think it's yeah like i said at the top i think it's like the show it's a film that you you can't watch very often because you just you just see all the all the flaws instead of um Instead of, I think it's supposed to it's supposed to play out like some kind of dream, and it kind of does to a, to an extent. I I, I, remember, I always used to watch this film when I was ill for some reason. When I was ill, I was yeah, in my bed with headaches and yeah, I know fevers and stuff. And I used to go along my video collection. And I remember three or four times going, oh, Portrait Joe, I quite fancy that. And put it on, and I remember sort of waking up and falling asleep while it was on, and sort of you know being roused by the big row at the end. And and there's oh, there's colour in this. You know, I you need to. Need to have a fever. It's like a fever dream. <laughs> I,
0: I, I've I've had this before, right? I, do you know what it is, though, Adam? What it is? It's because the people on screen are feeling worse than you are when you're watching it. That's what it is, right? I used to, I used to have this when I was ill. I used to watch a film called Gridlocked all the time, which was about is Tim Roth and Tupac Shakur getting over heroin, and it was always because they were feeling worse on screen than I was actually feeling worse while I was ill, and it always seemed to perk me up a little bit. And yeah, I think that's I think that's what it is, mate.
2: What about you, Stacey?
1: No, I like to watch something cheery when I'm not feeling well. The Adventures of Robin Hood or something.
2: Oh, you you totally <laughs> trainspotting.
1: <laughs> you man, you weren't there. The picture,
2: the picturesque version of the Scottish. <laughs> 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 Only joking, Stacey. You are the picturesque version of the Scottish. It's oh, been so lovely talking to you. This did you
0: weekend. hear that
1: save? <laughs> I'm the less English.
2: You'll hear it on the show.
0: I don't need it. Just, just one other thing. Uh, just one other thing about the film, which which really did kind of bug me. There was a there's a speech that Joseph Cotton gives towards the end of the film. It's when he's gone to meet um Jenny's favourite nun. Which is just bizarre in itself, and uh, and he gives this rousing speech of how he you know, he's love and how he's going to find her. He's off to Lands End to you know to, to track down what what happened to her and whatnot. And he's brilliant, and it, it Joseph Cotton's performance is excellent. It's it, you know it's a really good speech, but you can't hear the because f- the music is too loud.
1: Mm. It's really frustrating. I'd zoned out by that point, so I'm not sure. <laughs> I do remember she was um, Sister of Mercy, and I just kept thinking, "I'd rather be listening to Sister of Mercy right now."
0: Yeah, <laughs> listen to a good bit of goth. Yeah. Yes, but I was just—I just—I just found the the music and the strings and whatnot. It just became really intrusive when it really mm. needn't have been.
2: I think the theremin to denote when uh, a supernatural happening is happening, is another point that is very jarring as well. Like they're having conversation, you know. Oh, I took my cat to the vet the other day. <laughs> oh, by the way, my parents are acrobats.
1: Is that the cat in the vet? <laughs> the cat's making that noise. <laughs>
2: It's really funny. Whenever they're having a conversation, like they, they, they go, oh, quick, clue, theremin. And then they go back to talking about the cat, the vet. They don't actually have a cat or a vet in this film. <laughs> it would have
0: been better. It would have been better if they had. Okay, like, well, I think we've ex- exhausted Jenny, I think. But uh, we will go through the old uh, ratings formality. So out of 10, Stacey, do you want to give us a rating out of 10 for Portrait of Jenny? Not particularly.
1: <laughs> Ooh, I'll go brutal. for a five, and that's just because everybody, apart from the main two characters in this film. Fair enough. Adam?
2: Uh, <coughs>
1: <laughs> that rating got
2: that um, caught. I'm going to I'm going go... to <laughs> <laughs> go with six, I think. Only because I do think there's a level of artistry, and there are things I enjoy, but it's not a film. I'll be reaching for anytime soon, and I kind of, I kind of think maybe I should have picked another time-travelling, more fun one. Uh, yeah. Do better,
0: Adam. Yes, yes, I, th- I think Stacey and I agree with that sentiment very <laughs> <Pretty> much. <so. laughs> very much so. Uh, well, I'm, I'm agreeing with Stacey. I, I, rated it a five already online. Just a missed opportunity, and it was, uh, yeah, it just became frustrating for me. I like Joseph Cotton, and he's, he's better than this film. And um, it's no real surprise to me that it was so unsuccessful at the box office because it was, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a bomb.
2: Yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a huge, huge, huge failure. Yeah, people go to be entertained, especially you know in in those days. And I don't think it's an entertaining film. I think it's a very preachy, highbrow, arch sort of treatise on time and loss and love and truth and honor and, blah, 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 blah. and Robert <laughs> Browning and art dealers and up <laughs> the <laughs> Sorry, Stacey, I'm, I will get your accent.
1: I'm no Irish, it's no me you're offended. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the Irish are much worse.
2: <laughs> Great. There go the other half of the listeners. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, we've we've got to offend at least one country in every episode, so I think we're doing all right.
2: I would just say, but I mean, I'm sure there are people listening to this film that really, uh, sorry, this show that really like this film, and um, you're wrong. I'm in no way, sort of, you know, disparaging your views on Portrait of Jenny. Each to their own. <laughs> <laughs> Each to their own is exactly Each right. To their own. And I... um, <laughs> is that? What, oh, is that what she said? Yeah, that's the lot. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> 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 I, don't I do you think. I do you think that um, certain. Certain films have to align with your heartbeat in order for you to enjoy them. It just doesn't align with mine anymore. Fair enough. Sorry, Stacey.
0: Right, so what we shall do is... We uh, which regards what uh, we're picking uh, for the next episode. It's just me and the, again, Adam, for, for that one. Uh, just to give me a break on the old uh, editing. Uh, yeah, and this time I have chosen for you to select is... Uh, I want a Western, my friend.
2: Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to pick Stagecoach. Ooh. From 1939, which is... Um, it's one of those Westerns that doesn't feel like a Western. I think the best Westerns for me are the ones that you know are, are actually thrillers or are actually dramas or actually romances or whatever. They are or horrors, mm-hmm. but just happen to be set in that time. And for me, I think Stagecoach is probably the best example of that. A really good character study with a really great gallery of ca- characters. And um, yeah, probably the quintessential Western Ooh. of all time. Oh, my word. Oh, well, I, I,
0: I look forward to checking that out because I've never seen it. Surprise, surprise. So, you know, I'll uh, I'll, I'll be checking that out uh, soon. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to mention uh, the Film Club for people if they wish to join us who haven't already?
2: Yeah, if you want to join the Film Club, just go to patreon.com slash secret and um, sign up. Any, any tier will get you a weekly invite to the Film Club. I think this weekend... We're watching Mr. Smith Goes to Washington from 1939. Mm. Very excited about that. Yeah, I love that film so much. I'm on a bit of a Capra kick at the moment, so I need chicken soup for the soul. So yeah, if you if you want to come along and join us and and be with the wonderful Stacy and the and and Smokey and. <laughs> Thank you I'm joking, the glorious Stacy yeah. and Smokey. I'm sure they will go. they will happily squeeze you into the back row oh, yeah. where they do like to throw their popcorn and and um and yes, yes. And they're, they're the fun they're the fun ones yeah. to be with
0: <laughs> yeah i'm <laughs> I'm sure we could we can scooch let someone sit in between us, can't we
1: Stacy? minute okay. for more viewers
2: I will have to say you you will have to keep up with stacy though.
1: What?
0: <laughs> drinking?
1: Hop the
2: rebel! <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, um, yeah. So, I think, yeah. Because you always ask me for a drinking game word thing, don't you? That's
1: not
0: me. Uh, that's I, smoky. I, that's, that's me. I know, yeah.
2: I don't
1: need a reason to drink, I'll do it, anyway. <laughs>
0: I, I don't either but I just like to put Adam on the spot to see what he can come up with it's, it's what mates do you know it's fine it's fine so yeah so please do that join us at Film Club and then also uh, listen to Adam's shows so of Vatterboy Clarence and Secret History of Hollywood and then listen to my other show Overrated H and there is no bleep button on that one even though there probably should be so Stacey before we go is there anything you'd like to pimp or promote uh, before we let you get on with the rest of your Sunday
1: yeah so if I could I'd like to talk a wee bit ba- about protests and suffragettes
0: absolutely it's
1: Creative project led by artists. Art oh f try that again. Too many right. alliterative words there.
0: And you are Scottish, so you can't talk. So give it, give it just take your
1: time. It's a creative project. Is it
2: about is it about murder? Murder! Is it been it about a murder? murder in your under underpants.
1: <laughs> your underskates. Go on,
2: sorry. Sorry. Go on, do tell us about it.
1: Sorry. What are we talking about? Oh, Go <laughs> So it's um, a creative project led by artists. Activists and local historians that rediscovers and revoices the histories of women activists in Glasgow, and we do that through art walks, public art, and creative interventions. Conduct archival research and oral histories, and produce educational resources. We also work with Wikipedia as knowledge activists, and it was created by TSB in 2013. We just recently done a crowdfunder to create top trump cards with Scottish Suffragettes, and it's going to be a national project getting an educational resource to 100 schools in Scotland. And you can find us on Twitter at Scotsuffragette, on Facebook at Protesting Suffragette, on Instagram at Protesting Suffragette, on YouTube, Protesting and Suffragettes, and Linktree, Protesting Suffragettes.
2: Amazing. Uh, wonderful. And, and all power to you, and I hope it's a huge success or I hope it continues to be a huge
1: success. And it's all volunteers Likewise. as well. Fantastic. Amazing. Oh, that's I, would, I, would,
2: I would dearly have loved to have seen you say all that yesterday. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh well that's brilliant. But uh, yeah, so everyone please do check that out. That that's absolutely wonderful. Thank you, Stacy. And thank you for coming on the show here. It has been an absolute joy and a Thank you, you very much our for very, me. our very first guest.
2: Yeah. It's been it's been an amazing weekend with you, Stacey. It has. Thank you so much. You you, you should hang out with us more. Yes, that would be fun. It's great fun.
1: Not sure my liver could take it or my husband, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> it depends which, which would fail first, your liver or your marriage. <laughs>
1: He might be pleased, like, oh, please, take her off my hands again.
2: <laughs> <It gives laughs> him poor him a fella's
1: had life. a weekend off. she <laughs> has <haven't you? laughs> so been nice and quiet. She's been in that kitchen all weekend. <laughs>
2: Where he belongs,
1: <laughs> suffragettes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Deary me. That, was, that was Smoky, by the way.
0: Oh, yeah, that was me. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but no, that is absolutely wonderful. Thank you again. So, until next time, and Stagecoach, uh, all the best.
2: Up the Rebels! <laughs> all the best lines.
0: <laughs> Suspicion! Obsession! <laughs> <laughs> oh, we definitely ending on that. <laughs>
1: If I could turn back
2: <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Oh, Stacey.
0: I wondered who was going to be the first
2: to break that out. She was. She's getting flashbacks now. You weren't there, man. You weren't there, man. <laughs> you, were, you don't know what it's like. <laughs> <laughs>